ML Nation, episode 204. Once you find out what they want and show them how I could help them achieve it, that's it. <laughs> if you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. To be successful, you need coaching. Someone to help you overcome obstacles, give you a kick in the butt, consistent training, and the right support group. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MLMNationInsider.com. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. Before we get started, I'm super excited for today's guest from the UK. Here is today's iTunes review of the day. It is from Flat to Flab, and it's this amazing podcast for the network marketer. I've been a part of network marketing since 2011. I wish I could have looked for more tools and resources like this. Since listening to this podcast in the beginning of 2016, I've learned so much and have felt a rejuvenated love and passion for my business. I look forward to meeting Simon along with amazing leaders on these calls as I hope to also be on there in the new future. So from uh, flat to fab, first of all, I love your handle there. Thank you so much for sharing and visualize, you know, your vision board, your movie is very important. Take a thumbnail, put your name on it and focus on your business. Take what you learn from these shows and apply them. And I'm sure we'll see you on the show one day. Definitely reach out to me and let me know how it goes. So anyway, thank you for leaving that. And uh, listeners out there, if this show has helped you, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes. Just take like a minute, go to iTunes, go to ML Nation, click on reviews, click on that and then leave it because not only it motivates our team, but also helps the MLM community. It lets other people find our shows easier. And as we win, we're all in the same nation. We're all in the same country. 100 million of us. It all makes us stronger. So go out there and do that today. Thank you again from Flat to Flab. And now let's get to today's show. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen, and I am fired up to bring a special guest from the UK today, Savander Kaur. Savannah, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, I am. Savannah Kaur was born in Malaysia and moved to the United Kingdom when she turned 18 to be trained as a nurse. She had two daughters and eventually got introduced to network marketing. Savannah has over 19 years of MLM experience and is a six-figure earner. And the, and the most impressive thing is she's been in the same company for an entire 19 years and has a global business that covers almost the, all across the world including all the major continents from Europe to North America to Africa and Asia. So anyway, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Well, um, I had to give up my career in nursing because I became ill with rheumatoid arthritis. I couldn't hold on to a job. So I actually started looking for a business that I could work from home. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that I had to find something. I needed the money. And um, I also wanted to be home because my girls were teenagers. I wanted to be home for when they came back, came home from school and for their school holidays and do something where I could pace myself. And on the days I didn't feel well enough, I could sort of just take it easy. And then just quite by accident, I met a gentleman who introduced me to MLM. Yeah. And um, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I've never looked back and the last 19 years have been the happiest days of my life. So let's get back to the gentleman. How did you, was he a close friend, a colleague? 
And how did he invite you? Uh, and what was the step? Did he take you to a home meeting or one-on-one? No, what happened was that because I was searching for something to do, a friend of mine came along uh, to me and she said she was promoting some aromatherapy products. Well, I helped her. And so I started going through the yellow pages and I saw something that looked like natural, a company that dealt with natural products. So I approached him to go and show my aromatherapy to him. And he, he, he in turn showed me the MLM. He did a one-to-one presentation. And he kept the carrot dangling because he said he was going to test my products. And he said, will you come along to our presentation? I did just because he was going to help me with my stuff. And then next thing he said, okay, the person who's going to test it out for him is away on holidays. They've got a training. Will I come along? And I did. And by the end of the training, I said to him, how do I join this? <laughs> wow. I want to get this straight. You were on the uh, Yellow Pages looking to learn more about aromatherapy. Now, I was looking for companies that I could go and promote my aromatherapy to. I see. And you randomly picked it. So he advertised yeah, in the yellow... Yeah. <laughs> what type of business was he advertising? He was advertising. Um, he he uh, put himself down as an aloe vera center. And I knew aloe vera was something natural. And it might sort of just uh, uh, work with uh, what I was uh, promoting at that time, which was... Uh, um, aromatherapy products. I see. It's very interesting. So you actually were trying to promote your stuff to him, and he ended mm. up promoting his stuff to you. Yes. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. made you? What captivated you? What made, did you join? Right. You seemed like uh, from the story you joined right away, or did it take you some time to decide to get started? It took me about. Uh, I went to presentation, then I went along to the training, and then I thought, yes, I think I need to do this. And it's sort of, I just, I just had that light bulb moment. I need to stop with my aromatherapy and this is what I need to do. And I think it was the training that did it. What was covered, do you remember what was covered in that training that really, that really impressed you? Yes, because b- before I went to this uh, training, I had no idea what multi-level marketing was. And I had no idea what aloe vera was. <laughs> I see. So even before you joined, he invited you to attend one of the training sessions. Yes, he did. Because at the end of the one-to-one presentation, I just made just made the right sounds, but not that enthusiastic business presentation. I got a bit more interested and I sort of wasn't quite ready to join. He said, come and find out more. I see. Very good. Um, mm-hmm. So once you got started, did you have success right away? Or you had um, some challenges? Oh. No, I started off with a lot of challenges. And because I was really excited, I thought everybody will be just as excited as me. So I know, I know I've got my big family. They'll support me. I, went and speak. I've, I spoke to a brother of mine who is an accountant. And he said to me, it's a con. Don't touch it. I went to see another brother who's a psychiatric nurse. And he said, you know, John, he's in this uh, another MLM company. And, you know, we avoid him because that's all he talks about. Don't touch it. You'll lose all your friends. And my sister, who's a nurse, said to me, uh, she had sleepless nights thinking that uh, I had joined a cult. (laughs) (laughs) And my best friend, who was a practice nurse working with a general practitioner, she said to me, don't expect me to recommend those to anybody. And I came home absolutely gutted. And I thought, this is not working. Those are the only people I know. (laughs) Mm. And they're not interested. I don't think it's going to work. And I was just about to give up. So a lot of distributors experience the same thing that you did, but they give up. So what kept you going? 
I think I'm just very stubborn. I just decided I'm going to show them. I'm going to show them I could make this work. Mm. <laughs> and it was just that determination to want to show them. And also, I really needed to make money. And I thought if I don't have a go, and I thought I saw these other people at the meetings and the training, so making money. And I thought if I could just copy them, if I could, and all I needed to do is just earn about 500 pounds a month they're earning thousands and if I could earn 500 pounds a month that at that time would have been life-changing for me because I wasn't earning anything I see so you kept on going so what was the um, turning point I would say the aha moment where things started to happen for you well the aha moment is when I realized that the business it was me I was the issue I uh, people bought me not the company not the products Right. And me being able to convince them in the first few seconds that I met them that, um, you know, that they should listen to me. Right. Mm. And how I presented myself. And then by the time I finished, they've been convinced that I was the right person to just hold their hand and act as their coach and mentor. It's, it was just about me. So, and that, once I improved myself, things started to work. Um, so what um, I would say. Because everyone knows like they, people are buying you, right? So what did you do mm-hmm. to become that person that people want to join? Uh, did you like dress differently? Do you talk with a different tone? Or uh, obviously, personal development was very important. But what did yeah. you actually do? If someone has to list that, so I, I need to be like where you are, Savannah. What yeah, advice could you I give? Learned, I learned to listen to them. I learned to find out first of all before I got started what they wanted, what was important for them, what I could help them get in their life that you know that they really wanted. Mm. And so how yeah. did you uh, become that person? Like, like, so obviously you're caring, you're listening, but what else did you do? Well, I just, um, I just went through the presentation, be relaxed, make sure they were relaxed. And um, just, um, and by the time I finished, being able to look them in their eyes and let them know that I was there to just hold your hand and, you know, just being there for them to help them achieve their goals. Once you find out what they want, and showed them how I could help them achieve it, hmm. and um, and um, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you said that's look simple. in the eyes. You said something that you, you said, you know, when you said it, it sounded so simple, but that's something that a lot of people can't do. And obviously, uh, you practiced on it. You can look people in the eyes. You're very genuine. Um, and you said you hold their hands to help them achieve that. How did you – I was just talking to someone today, one of my coaching clients. You said that she lacked a belief. How, even though you weren't making much money, how did you? What was the self talk that was going on in Minder's head that allowed you to confidently say that, "Hey, I'm going to help you. Hold my hand. I'm going to help you become successful." When you yourself weren't that successful yet. Well, I did make a lot of mistakes. I think it was just um, going out and just doing it over and over again, and then sort of improving it, training, reading up about it, and understanding what actually I needed to do. Yeah. So right? yes, yeah. Now, at the very very beginning, when I first joined and I wasn't very experienced, I used I used uh, my sponsor a lot. He helped me through a lot. Uh, he was there helping talk to the first few people. In fact, when I first joined, I had very low self confidence, very low self esteem. So I sort of tagged on to him for a lot longer than I really ought to have done. Mm. So the really the the lesson is to leverage your upline, your sponsor. Yeah. So you kind of leveraged off his his yes. confidence, his mm-hmm. self esteem until you had some success, and then yes. your own confidence built up. 
Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Um, now let's shift gears into another story. I mean, you have, I'm sure you have 19 years of experience. You have tons of good stories to tell. I'd like to know, what is your worst moment in network marketing? The worst moment, the worst story where you probably, you probably, you probably regret it you did this business and you wanted to quit, but somehow you kept going. That's why you are where you are today. I think the worst moments was right at the beginning when I kept getting all those rejections. Mm. Yeah, that's when I almost gave up. But what kept me going at that time was uh, there was a video I found of um, somebody um, called Eddie Chai. And um, every time I was at home, I came home and I had a rotten day and I thought this is not working. And I would put that video on while I'm doing the ironing or something. And one thing this guy said that really stuck because when he went off to Taiwan to do multi-level marketing, he didn't know a single person. He didn't speak the language. But what he did was he went out and he exchanged two cards every day, right? And he became very successful. And when I had that, uh, when I got to that point where I was really down, I listened to him and I thought, okay, this guy went off to Taiwan. He didn't speak the language. He didn't know anybody, and he's a very successful person. And I don't have that disadvantage. All I have to do is go out and exchange cards myself. And I just went out and started um, getting numbers every day. That's awesome. So where, where would you go to get numbers? Did you just go to uh, – what places would you go? I would just walk down my high street while I'm shopping. I'll speak to people behind the counter. I'll go at a time when the – when the shops are not too busy, so they'll have time to talk. I'll walk down the street and I'll smile and anybody smile back and uh, I'll stop and chat to them and, um, you know, and just say, I'm, uh, I'm recruiting for my company and uh, we're looking for smart people like yourself who would be interested in earning a full-time income working part-time from home. Would you be interested in finding out more? Mm, that's a very good script. That's- and- very, very good. ML Nation, just make sure you rewind that. Uh, hit the rewind button 15, 30 seconds. Re-listen to that again. Very, very good. And then you go home with two prospects every single day. Every single day, yeah. R- and really? it just starts to grow from there. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, but what happened to your family? All those negative, you know, the brothers, sisters, uh, did they ever join the business? <laughs> that was very interesting. And when I was successful, I once had a family dinner and I left the room uh, for a minute. And when I came back in, one of my brothers stood up and he said to me, you know that, uh, that company you're telling us about? You know, it's all right for you. You've got the personality. We couldn't do it. Mm. <laughs> so their tone changed. They're very proud of me now. Yeah, yes. But uh, I think network marketing is awesome, but it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Yeah, and right? we have to understand that we have that expectation then mm. we don't get we don't get upset, or more important, we don't get disappointed when we realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? Proudest moment is um, that within about six months of um, being in the business, I was able to take two people that had joined my business up to the same level as myself within that period. We're sort of what we call manager levels, and I became a senior manager. Mm. Right, yeah. and uh, and then um, seeing them continue to do well. That is awesome. Now you have a global business in different continents. How did it expand there? I mean, you from you basically live in London. How did it expand to uh, Africa and all these other places? Well, being in London is a real advantage of multi-level marketing because it's so cosmopolitan. Here, you meet people from all parts of the world. 
And um, as I go down the street looking for people, I get people. I I, I have what I call a, um, a common, um, you know, a common market team. Uh, what's that? No, what? Oh, Commonwealth team. Okay, because I've got people from all over the world. I have in my team in the UK, and they go off and they sponsor people abroad. So that's how I grew. Abroad. I see. Do you ever travel to support them? Like yes, I've traveled. Yes, I've traveled to um, a lot of those countries, especially Africa. Yeah, now they are pretty well established, so I'm just uh, taking a back seat and um, just uh, with the advent of websites and uh, webinars and things, it's a lot easier to keep in touch and coach them now. Yeah, much. much. I know you were recently in South Africa, right? You said yes. So before the other webinars, at what point do you decide? to actually invest the money and the time to travel there. Um, how big does a team need to be before you make that decision to go? I No, I, I didn't wait for it to get big. Like for Ghana, I went down when they had just started, and I had met a lady in London who was from Ghana, and she was traveling, uh, traveling back home to Ghana. And she said she was interested, so I said, I'll come down. So I just started off with her. And, and while I was there, I started sponsoring other people as well. Wow. Right? And wow. Uh, even in uh, South Africa, it was uh, when we went down to one of the rally and the taxi driver who came to pick us up from the airport, um, we started chatting to him and uh, he was interested. He joined and then I went back to help him build his team as well. So uh, that's how I do it. Wow, very good. Now, you must have seen so many things uh, in, in your almost two decades what do you let me ask you this do you see people more open to network marketing now than before when you first started yes definitely and definitely. why why, I first why started, there was a lot of um uh bad publicity about uh multi-level marketing a lot of people thought it was pyramid selling and it was a no no and it was a big con but now people are a lot more open about multi-level marketing yeah, it's a lot more positive uh, image about the industry. Let's go back to global because uh, I'm fascinated with Africa. I think Africa is a huge place for network marketing now. How are the and then you have people in different like in US and also in Europe and Asia. How are the different? Um, how is MLM different in each of those continents? Um, I find in Africa, um, people need to make money. Not everyone can afford the products. However, if, you're in, if your products are health, um, health um, help them with their health, it's really an advantage because they have to pay to go to the doctor. And because it's such a close-knit community, and if they use your product and they get better, they tell all their friends, mm. right? And it grows, and then they want, to jo- they want to make the money. They join the business. And I find it spreads a lot quicker, I see. So they don't have uh, insurance, anything like that? They have to pay to see a doctor? They have to pay to see the doctor. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Is, uh, Especially in Ghana. Whereas in Nigeria, people are just basically very entrepreneurial. You show them an opportunity, they'll run with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how many countries are, is, is your business in? Uh, it's over 25 countries. ML Nation, do you need help with your business? Go to MLMNationInsider.com for a $1 trial of MLM Nation Insider. 
You get to ask me questions, attend a live interactive weekly training, have access to every one of my implementation guide courses for free, and be part of a community that just won't let you quit. Go to mlnationinsider.com for your dollar trial. Again, that's mlmnationinsider.com for your one dollar trial. I want to I want to go to, uh, pick your brain. I have a couple quick questions to pick your brain. Okay, and one of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Never, ever, 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 ever give up by Winston Churchill. Yes, that that is a good one. Uh, yeah. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Being very consistent. Yeah, just being there every day, touching your business every single day. Do you have any specific routines you do, like a morning routine? Like, for example, I know you leave the house to get two business cards a day, a specific mm-hmm. time of the day, or you wake up a certain day. Any? I know champions all have routines. What Do you have a routine? Well, what I do is I fit the appointments with people I need to see, maybe doing a business planning and uh, uh, maybe doing trainings, and then I will fit my going out and uh, getting my numbers around that. Hmm. What? Yeah. What is the best piece of advice you ever received? Best piece of advice is um, uh, keep it simple and very duplicatable. And so that's, that's a good. That's a good answer. Business. Yeah, that's a good answer. At least to the next question is, in terms of simple, duplicatable. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So, say someone is interested, you have a qualified prospect. What do you send them? Do you send them, like nowadays, do you send them to an online video? Do you Skype with them? Do you do a webinar? Do you meet with them and then do a flip chart? What do you like to use nowadays? Okay, the first thing I do when I meet them, I WhatsApp them a six-minute video from the company. Okay, and then afterwards, what do you do? And I follow them up, and um, I will either, if they're local, I will meet up with them uh, on a one-to-one and go through the presentation, explain in detail, or if they're not close enough, I'll do a Skype presentation and then sign them up. Or if they need more information, I'll take them on to the company presentation. Do you have a favorite online resource, like a Dropbox or Evernote, or favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? <laughs> you know what? I haven't got into that sort of thing yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, but actually, just here's a question. Since you have a global team... Global um, like, team, I just sort of talk, chat to them on Skype. I've got my Facebook, and we we sort of use WhatsApp and Skype and Facebook. <laughs> got it. Okay, that's what. Um, those, Is those, that those, what? Those, yeah, that's for. what I was you looking for. Do you ever use <laughs> webinars like Zoom or anything like that? Yes, I use webinar. Is uh, the um, what's that called? Meeting meet. Uh, oh gosh, my memory is Yes, that's the one. Go to meeting. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, what you've been in the business for 19 years. What drives you to keep going? Because I know you work very hard. I mean, here's the cool thing. I know you did take a break for a long time. You came mm-hmm. back. What motivates you nowadays? Because yeah. I mean, your daughters are grown. Like you, really, you don't really need the money. A lot of it's residual. Mm-hmm. What motivates you to keep going? Yeah, you know, um, the last year I went around not knowing what I want to do. I had achieved my goals. Things in my life had changed. And it was just a couple of days ago I realized why I'm still doing this business is my daughters and my grandchildren. 
because my daughter went off to uh, Barcelona and uh, while she was there, she said, Mom, I'm at this hotel. I feel very, I don't feel very safe and I'm going to move and the only hotels available are very expensive ones. Can you send me some money for it? Mm. And I was able to do that without even thinking about it. And I thought, yes, my daughters need that safety net. They want, they need me to be able to help them and support them. And then I've got my grandchildren that I want to be able to give them the best start in life. Mm. Is your, are any of your daughters interested in the business or it's not for them? They are professionals. They are very busy. I mean, they're engineers and, um, um, and the other one is um, um, what do you call a health, safety, and uh, environmental manager with um, uh, Rolls Royce. So they they they're very busy and they're quite happy in what they do. But they do sort of keep an eye and they know this is a business that they can inherit from me one day. So they do a little bit to support me. Yeah, but they're not really that involved in it. I think that the timing is not right for them. Probably, uh, absolutely not. Yeah, timing. What's what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? GoPro by Eric Worre. Very good. I think that's one of the most recommended books on the show. And ML Nation, I know you love audio because you're listening to this. So if you haven't read it, you can get a GoPro, the audio book, yeah. GoPro for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. So Savannah, here's the last question. The million dollar question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your daughters. You didn't know your team. You're kind of like an alien that went to another planet, but they spoke English. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you go to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch? I will print out some prospecting cards with my details on it. And um, I will just go out and collect as many contacts as I could wherever I went out. I would uh, make it a point of uh, having a routine daily um, to just be out there on the street talking to people and building up my database. What's the first place you'll go? Coffee shop or a gym or where would you go? The high street. Hmm. Is that, I'm, 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 there are lots of people there. <laughs> I see. So that's like a, forgive my ignorance here, that's like a very popular place by where you live? Yeah, it is. Because every every little town has got a high street where they've got the main shops, the cafes, the restaurants. <laughs> there you go. All right. The um, boutiques. <laughs> you can do shopping, do a lot of fun things at the same time. Beer shopping, yes. <laughs> Everything hey, guys, has we, a high street. As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect and contact you? Um, they can contact me on um, uh, Facebook. Um, my name is Savanda Kaur, and I'm the only person with that name on Facebook. <laughs> so I would be difficult to find. And uh, any last words or advice? Uh, yes. Uh, um, work on yourself. And um, never, ever, ever give up. You'll go out, you'll make mistakes, you'll review, you'll get better, uh, and, nev- and always follow up. Hey, uh, f- thank you so much, Savander. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you'll be hanging out with Savander Carr. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Savander. That's S E R V 
A N D E R. Get S E R V A N D E R at the search bar, the show notes, and Savannah's Facebook or contact info. If you want to know about MLM, definitely reach out to her. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Savannah, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with MLM Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you again, Savannah, and God bless you. For just $1, you can get all access to over 17 training courses, weekly coaching, you can ask me questions, 30 newsletters, and network with top distributors. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MLMNationInsider.com. Again, that is MLMNationInsider.com. MLM Nation, and there it is. Great training for Savannah Call. Make sure you reach out to her. Go to MLMNation.net and search for uh, Savander. You've, or you can search for Call. It's actually spelled K-A-U-R. K-A-U-R. And... You know, I'm just proud of her. I, I talked to her after the show that I'm proud she's been in the same company for 19 years and uh, just working hard and, you know, had those negative friends and family that were, you know, wor- you know her sister was worried about her. She was in a cult, uh, but she kept going, you know, and the self-talk was she proved to them. She wanted to prove to them that they could work. And he, here's the thing that there's a couple of aha moments here. Number one is she saw other people make a lot of money and sometimes you may not... You know, oh, if this person is making a million, two million dollars a year, all this stuff, and you've never made more than like fifty or seventy thousand dollars in your life, you know, that's kind of sometimes you have lack of belief. You know, I don't blame you for lack of belief because if you never made more than a hundred thousand, how can you make a million dollars, right? You'd be that person. But I think what she did was she said to herself, I just, I just want to make five hundred pounds a month, and that's about like seven, eight hundred dollars. Because at that time, that would mean the world to her. That meant a lot of money to her back like twenty years ago. So, and she could see herself doing that. Like, I think ML Nation, every one of you here could see yourself making a thousand a month. So forget about, oh, I want to make a hundred grand a month because you meet, you know, the chances are, I'll tell you, 99%, you're not that person yet, right? You need to be a hundred grand a month person to make that type of income. You're not that person. You, you need to be patient and wait for yourself to grow to be the millionaire. But you can't easily make a thousand a month. And you slowly, and this is a trick to goal setting, how I accomplish my projects is so, you know, set small boundary stones, right? Or I call stepping stones. Like if you, want, if you need to cross a big lake, instead of like, oh, the big lake is huge, right? How am I going to walk or swim across that lake? I'm not even a good swimmer. But if I see small little stepping stones where I can hop, 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 hop over, slowly I can get there. So if you get discouraged, do what Samantha did. Set small, and not even get to, she didn't get discouraged, but she made good goals. Her goals, hey, I'm just going to figure this out and make 500 pounds a month. I'll be happy, right? Because at that time, she really needed to make the money because she didn't have a job. Really good tip there in terms of goal setting. Uh, second thing was for our sponsor, you know, for prospects, sometimes the first expo- you need multiple exposures. You may not be able to sign up someone really quickly. She had a lot of questions, had doubts, but what got her was when her sponsor invited her to go to her training. That's when it built her belief and she joined. And here's a tip too, like if I've signed up a lot of people on the first calls and stuff like that, Bailey, most of those signups, they don't work out well, right? And again, I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm just speaking from my experience, a lot of experience from leaders. But the ones who take a long time, take a little longer to sign up, when they get started, they become more committed. Now, that's not to say if you have a friend who wants to join today, don't, don't sign them up, but just saying, right? So if people are not opened initially, again, it's never a bad prospect, just the wrong time for the right prospect. The timing's not right. Just be patient, they will come back. 
Uh, and I think I talk, brought up the, the uh, brought up about her daughters because I know actually know Savannah before this. Uh, I, you know, we've done some coaching on Facebook and stuff like that. Some some stuff on the side for very for like a couple of weeks. And I knew about her daughters, all professional. They studied very hard. I think she has a great attitude. that know this business is not for everyone, right? And if they were to do the business, the time will come. And her family. Like they don't do the business. It's the network marketing is awesome, but not for everyone. And you know, if you have that understanding, you be you do much better because you won't be disappointed. You'll be more emotionally detached when your close friends and family become negative and don't do it. And I'm telling you, even to, to this day, um, I have a lot of close friends and family and close college buddies that still have no interest and don't want to be, have no interest about network marketing, even though they see what I've done, my lifestyle, and it's, so you just move on. Okay, a don't and they're good. They're not like they're bad people. They're great people, good people, but just not meant for them. And the timing may not right. The big turning aha moment for Savannah was she was the issue, right? She realized people. It's not the products. Emily, it's not about the products or the company or the service. Their people are buying you, you. Okay, so what does she do? She listened to the prospect. Right, she became a more trusting person. So when you start talking about your products and company and all that, what happens is you become like a salesperson. Right? The more you talk, the what you sound like, you sound like a salesperson, right? It's like, you know, you like you quack like a duck, walk like a duck, you are a duck. If you talk like a salesperson, do what salespeople do, you do all these fancy presentations, you are a salesperson and no one likes to number one, no one likes to be sold. Number two is people don't want to sell. So they think that if they join, they gotta do what you did to them. Don't forget that. Okay, I shared, I talk about it in my sponsoring workshop. You can check it out at sponsoringworkshop.com. It's like people always think you got to do what you did to them. So what she did was she just listened to the prospect, listening builds trust. And she was relaxed. She made the prospect feel relaxed, right? When you're nervous, you make your prospect feel nervous. Third tip is she looked them in the eyes and hold their hand and said, and she, I know Samantha's a very warm person. And she would say, hey, we're going to do this together. I'm going to hold your hand and help you achieve your goals. And so some of you, you may have, I, I talked about on the show, if you're not comfortable in looking people in the eyes, be genuine, empathetic, that's something you need to work on. Maybe that's an aha moment for you. For you. Can you look in the eyes, be warm and friendly, and confidently say, I'm going to hold your hand and help you do this. Right? And, because, and the, here's the thing is, even though she wasn't that much success, she knew people in the company had been successful. Right? So two things in, in terms of her low self-esteem, she leveraged her upline's experience and let the upline do all the work. And that's why it's simple and duplicatable. Her upline did all the talking presentation. She just brought people there. She leveraged, and then when she started having more success, her self-esteem increased. Another thing that Savannah increased her self-esteem is took daily action, right? Uh, when she got down, she played this video. You know, videos, self-development, audios, listening to the show helps. And what she did was she played this video over and over and over again when she was doing her laundry or dishes, you know, house chores, and she was reminded to get go out there and get two business cards a day. And she shared a great script. Hey, I'm working with a company. We're looking for smart people who want to earn some full-time income with part-time hours. Would you know anyone that would be interested? That's all she said. And then she talked to people, and people give her, and she would not go home until she got two cards a day. And by doing that, she had an endless, endless list of prospects to talk to. Um, Last thing, I was just interested, you know, just inspiring about how network marketing has grown. And when you talk to people who've been 19 years of experience, how it's changed, people are more open about Africa's growing, booming. I actually didn't know that, that uh, with uh, in Africa, like in certain countries, um, you have to pay for the doctor. So a health product is easy, great. If the products help your health, then you don't need to see the doctor, 
or I guess the doctors don't like it. It puts them out of business, but um, there's no insurance there. But um, really interesting stuff. Anyway, thanks, Savannah, for a very, you know, a short, concise, but dense stuff, good stuff out there. Thank you so much for sharing. Make sure you reach out to go to mlnation.net. Search for Savander, S-C-R-V-A-N-D-E-R, or her last name, Kaur, which is K-A-U-R, and uh, contact her. And also, uh, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. They're really important, motivates our team. Also, it helps the MLM community because every time you leave a review, increases uh, the chance a, a distributor that's needing help will find the show on iTunes. So please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And thanks for sharing this to the MLM community. I'm Asian. Thanks for listening. This is Simon Chan. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.